Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Lord Charles and we're so glad you could join us. But before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord. We just thank you for all the things that you provided for us, Lord. That you've blessed us in abundance, Lord, with all the good things inside this life, Lord. And we just thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you with us as we move forward in our study of the book of Hebrews to chapter 8. And this morning, we're going to cover the first six verses. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? Sure, I will. All right, honey, honey. Now, this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and the true tabernacle, which the Lord erected and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one also have something to offer. For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law, who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things, as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he said, See that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. Amen. All right. As is our custom, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? Me? I would like to go. All right, Layla. Let's hear it. So what the Lord was sharing with me, talking about the the carbon, not carbon, I'm sorry, copy and shadow. I was about to say carbon copy, but I meant to say copy and shadow of the earthly things. So we see the the temple that Solomon built, the other temple after that, and the tabernacle. They were all shadows of what was in the heavenlies. (laughs) They were all a visual representation that the people could put their eyes on so that they would understand what was going on. Um, and the heavenlies, just like the Ten Commandments were given mm-hmm. so that the people could understand how to operate um, concerning the the priesthood with the Levites when it was first given, when, you know, the Lord through Moses gave it to the children of Israel. Instead of having all the firstborn that opened the womb be uh, separated to the Lord, He the Lord took the Levites instead. And um, the priesthood was, you know, serve through them if we look throughout the whole the old testament especially in the book of leviticus um that's you know where they give the layout of how to do the sin offerings the peace offerings the wave offerings the day of atonement the the various laws and rules that needed to be followed for the success of the nation um there is a clear outline within the first i'll say four books of leviticus about the roles of the priest how they were to carry themselves, what they could do, what they could not do and say, and 
all those other all those good things I should say and the tasks that were supposed to be formed and performed in the temple or the tabernacle the tabernacle came first and the temples came later um the most notable function out of all the ones listed in the bible was the offering of the sacrificial goat and the releasing of the scapegoat on the day of atonement and only the high priest could do that on a certain day i don't remember the date or the month unfortunately but all yom i know is, is the date oh yom kippur yes mm-hmm. but the the day of the month i don't remember that exactly but thank you charles yom kippur there it is mm. that was it the seventh month is the 10th day of the seventh month <laughs> good job <laughs> thank you but, but now to what you're saying Layla, yes there are laws and rules for the levitical priesthood to uphold or we're still in, in the scripture that Paul or the Lord through Paul is referencing is from Exodus 25, where they are being given the instruction of, I'll say, what furniture goes in the tabernacle and the actual construction, materials, everything of the tabernacle. And everything there is representative of a part of the nature, character, attributes found in our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ, and of, or I'll say of, what already, as you said, exists in the heavenlies, in the heavenly community, okay? So, yes, yes. yes there are there are rules, there are, are those laws, and there are the feasts, right? And mm, things feast. where sacrifices are required, but we're still talking, or, or Paul here is still talking about the tabernacle that need to be built, need to be or erected, constructed, but also moved with them place to place, set up everywhere they made camp, and had a very special and significant place throughout the whole of, I'll say, the nation of Israel, even when they were in the wilderness, right? And where was that tabernacle? In the middle of the camp? The center of the camp. In in the very midst. Jesus is supposed to be the central point and focus of our life. Mm -hmm. So that right there distinguishes a huge significance. Huge importance. And if that is the case, then how much more is there a reverence but also a willingness to be obedient to what he says. Uh, a lot more? Significantly more so. Amen. I think this section really is realigning how we see the Lord because many people have seen Christ as the afterthought mm. or the, the one who is supplanting what was there, what appeared to be there originally. Just because people don't understand human human nature, human mind doesn't grasp the fact that the spiritual was first. Amen. The natural literally was well after the spirit, the heavens were already established, like the, the th- proper throne room of God, the throne of God, that the spiritual kingdom existed long before the earth came into being. And we often look at our chronological time to dictate what happened in the heavenlies, but that's not right. And when you see in Colossians, the word talking about Christ having preeminence in all mm-hmm. things, it doesn't make sense if you go, oh, well, he's the afterthought. God was surprised when man sinned, and then he's put together this plan 
to bring Jesus into the the earth. And that only happened because we sinned and really wasn't supposed to be there. And that's wrong. The, this was the plan set forth from before the foundations of the earth. Exactly, because the the crime that Satan committed happened in eternity. That happened long before humans came on the earth and put on dirt bodies like we have now. So there's no way that the works can be finished before the foundation of the world and Christ be the afterthought, yet still supposed to be the preeminent one. So if you per- if you perceive the scriptures and approach them from that natural chronologic standpoint it goes oh now we're trying to exalt jesus and and make someone who's just a human bigger and greater than they are instead of seeing him from the eternal um, standpoint of his deity and his um godness to be the point and the epitome of all things and truly to have preeminence because of who he is in existence in the eternity, but also what he did coming into the earth in the natural as, as a fully God, fully man, but a sinless man who redeemed everyone else to salvation. So once you put those, um, those things in their proper place, which is what Paul is talking about in the beginning of chapter eight here, the copy saying that it's a copy lets you know that it's the second right? It's yes. not the original. If you're a copy, you're not the mm-hmm. original. Something came before you, Amen. right? You have to create a document, then put it on the copier to get a copy, or you handwrite it again to make a copy. But there is still a master copy. Exactly. But there's the original is mm-hmm. still what the original is. So that tells us to, to flip-flop how we think about it and perceive it in our natural minds and put on our, our eternal standpoint and our spiritual status versus how we think about things in the natural and put Christ in this rightful place to go, oh, everything that we're looking at, the priesthood is a type and shadow. The tabernacle is a type and shadow. All of these things are examples. So we can see what God has already created and established in the heavens, find our place within it and respect and appreciate what Christ has done as he carried out that plan. Now, if you're interested in learning more, we did do a study on the tabernacle, or actually mm-hmm. the Lord's house, which mm-hmm. we went through it in the garden. We went through it as the tabernacle. We went and um, we didn't. Eh, we sh- no, did we get through the 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 temples? I don't believe we did. No, no we didn't um, use the but building temples. We the did building temples. Yes, we the did the we did the how that was the plan and the design from the beginning. You see it even in the Garden of Eden, and you see it in the in the tabernacle. But we went through. Every aspect, every piece of furniture contained, mm-hmm. all the construction materials, the building, their meaning, and most importantly, how they all point to Christ or the, how Christ is represented in each aspect mm-hmm. and how we are to apply that to our life. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, you can, you can scroll through the episodes and find the ones on the Lord's house. There, there are a number of them just to, to help aid in your learning, but more importantly, growth and development in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Something else that I wanted to share, and this is now talking about, uh, what is this, verse 6? But now he, talking about Jesus, has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. 
much better promises. Um, so again, in the book of Leviticus, when they were talking about the high priest, he had to be blameless um, and according to the law. And that, as you just mentioned about our study of the Lord's house, we did cover what the priest had to wear. And a part of their, um, what is it, adornment? Is that the right word? You, you could say that, yes. Well, in their priestly garments, I mean, you just call mm-hmm. it that as a collective. A pre- their priestly garments, the high priest had to wear a rope around his waist so that if he did commit sin and he did enter into the holiest of holies, he would die. Yes, that's what the scripture says. But the people would pull him out by the rope lest they go in and, and perish as well or, you know, leave the high priest's body there, which would defile the entirety of the temple and there would be some trouble with that one. But because Jesus was sinless, we don't have to put the rope around his waist. He doesn't have to have those restrictions placed on him. He can go in and out freely and make atonement on our behalf when we are sincere in our repentance for sin and we're willing um, to let the Lord do that for us. As long as we try to hold on to our sin, There's it doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Yes, mommy. Amen. And keep in mind while the, and this is what's been shared with us in chapter eight, but also at the end of chapter seven is that he doesn't go in and out offering his blood. Like when, when a believer goes, Lord, I think I'll accept you. He doesn't go, let me get a scoop of my blood and then take it in before the Lord. He tore the veil. And for one, one time for all time, for everyone throughout all time, he placed his blood on the mercy seat. So we come in and go, Lord, I receive that and apply it to ourselves what he's already done. We, we receive it in that regard and go, it applies to me. Me too, Lord. And we join in with what he's already done. But he's not waiting, standing there. And then when one believer gets saved, he scoops up some blood and then rushes in there to the Father and lays it down on the mercy seat again and says, this is for Kamisha. This is for John. This is for Abdul. This is for sarah this is for he doesn't do that and then like when they have those huge crusades and a million people get saved all at once he's not running back and forth fever you know a million times sweating a million times (laughs) to put his blood on the mercy seat no that blood is once and for all laid down well i'm just saying you know our our natural minds would see it in that way and then that would cause us to go lord save me as in come down here and do this process again again right on my behalf because what you did before isn't enough and that actually defiles what God has done and it disrespects and disdains what, what Christ did. And it lessens the significance and the value of the sacrifice, but the atonement that he's made. So we have to properly esteem it and also rightly align our, our perspective so that we're envisioning what actually happened. That veil is torn. It is gone. And now once we apply the blood, we can come freely before that throne of grace. We can come boldly and say, Lord help right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to get saved every time we come by. We get saved. We live in continuous connection with that covenant, continuous um, partaking of that covenant. And now we can go to the Father and say, here I am, Lord. Lord, I have um, a question. I would like to talk to you. I want a fellowship with you. I want to commune with you. I need help in this situation. We get to go back and forth, but he is sat down by the Father. He placed his blood on that mercy seat and he sat down, mm-hmm. right? And make and continues to make intercession for all the saints. Amen. And he's doing that from a seated position. He's not standing up, going to get some more blood and going, Father, don't you remember my blood? That is always and ever present before the Father. And he's leaning over talking to him. 
Right. Now for us, yes. we should be remaining in his presence, mm-hmm. seated in heavenly places with Christ. With him. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. As and joint heirs, can... kings and priests of our God. That's right. And we can ask the Father, and that's what I meant by approaching. Absolutely. We can ask him whenever, for whatever we need and whatever is on our heart. Now, if it's a wrong thought, of course, God's not entertaining that. He'll correct mm-hmm. us. But we have free access to him because of Jesus Christ. Layla, were you still talking, sweetie? No. Okay. Well, what the Lord was sharing with me is that um, as we look here and as you and dad were speaking and you're talking about verse um, two, a minister of the sanctuary under the true tabernacle, which the Lord erected and not man. Yes. And the Lord was revealing that he was talking about the tabernacle that Moses saw, but he's also greater than that. Talking about how it said he created man in his image. If we can flip with me to Genesis, this will be Genesis chapter one. I'll read verse 26 then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them and the lord will show me here is that while he is referring to those things the spiritual as you said mommy he's also referring to how we are the temple of god and as such we should be acting like it Meaning that for government buildings, you're not allowed to go spray paint them and think you're going to get away with that. At least not in the United States, you can't get away with that. That's not how we live. That's not how you're supposed to act. And the same is true with us. We think that it's our bodies we can do with whatever. But it's truly the temple and tabernacle of the Lord to do as he wills. Mm. And that goes back to what Jesus was as a high priest. He didn't use his body for what he wanted. He didn't say, oh, Lord, I feel like shooting some dice this morning. And that's what I'm going to go do. He only did what the Lord told him to go and do, told him to do. And that's what he went and did inside the moment. And that's very important. And like with Moses, he said, make it exactly to the copy. He didn't get to go do what he thought. And some Lord, I want to go leave this one. I'm going to go leave the doorpost because I think it looks good. He had to do it exactly as the Lord told him mm-hmm. to do it. And that should be the same for us. He's not referring to the brick and mortar structure. That should be. That is the same for us. He set the standard. He set the laws, the rules, the boundaries, the specifications. It is incumbent upon us to follow them. Yes. Now Jesus also addressed that, right? About defiling the temple. He says, why do you swear on the temple? But you say you can't swear on the gold on the temple. He's like, what's, what's more pure, the gold or the temple that purifies the gold that's on it. Mm -hmm. Speaking about himself yes Dad. jesus being the temple jesus being the tabernacle and all the furnishings within mm-hmm. and it, it's speaking to how god wants us to just be one with him right that's what we see in revelation mm-hmm. he's our god we are his people he, there's not even a sun or a moon to stand before us or between us he's the light and we are in his presence, and he is fully communing and fellowshipping with us without any separation. So the Holy of Holies is a heavenly location. Yes. An absolute Amen. heavenly location that the, the natural tent of meeting reflected. And the Lord also reflected in us by making us in his image and his likeness. The tent, our dirt bodies are a tent that he would come and dwell and make his abode in us. And we would willingly make that communion step with him 
and we will be one in fellowship together without separation between us, even while we're here on the earth in this temporary human phase. But ultimately, his desire is for us to return to the heavenlies. But in order to get there, we cannot neglect what we are required and we have the opportunity to do with the Father here, realizing that we were bought with the price and we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the Most High God. Yes. Amen to that. Well, there's a considerable amount in there. So we're going to pause for today and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you as you meditate on the scriptures and the discussion. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the good things that you've shown us through your word, Lord. We thank you for the strength that you've equipped us with, Lord, the fire in our hearts that we have, Lord, and the desire to do what it is that you asked us to do, Lord, and say what it is that you asked us to say. Lord, we ask that you bless our partners and our listeners, Lord, and we thank you for that blessing because you're faithful and you've already said that Mm -hmm. you do it, Lord, and we rejoice before you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.